All right, good day, everybody. This is Emar Sopertuta Sports Inquirer, and we're joined by Sally Bohemus from Georgia State Volleyball. Sally, thank you for joining us. I know you're in the midst of wrapping up regular season. How are you doing today? Good, very good. It's a, it's a great week. We had yesterday off for Election Day, which is such a great education piece for our players. And so looking to get back at it today at practice, and then we leave tomorrow for App State. Yeah, before you go to App State, let's go over that match against Arlington on October 29th. Back and forth affair, you were down two sets to one, but able to find your way to a 3-2 victory. Another five-setter. You've had so many, many this year. Uh, but big performances from a lot of players. Before we get to specifics, what about coming back down uh, two sets to one and getting that victory? What that mean for the team? So many things, you know, that we've been working on. We played a really clean third or fourth set um, and then overcoming some things that we've happened in the fifth set where we got our kills, we executed, we really eliminated our unforced errors. And so things that we've been talking about all season, we were able to execute and, you know, against a really good Arlington team uh, who won the next night 3-0. So, or, you know, two nights later, 3-0. So, Really happy about our players' adjustments, um, being able to figure the game plan out and execute it. So some really good highs in that. We also passed very well, which is one of our top passing performances of the year. So lots of good. Yeah, six players had at least eight kills uh, in that contest. Is that what you mean when you a lot of passing, uh, spreading out the ball and hitting for a high percentage that allowed so many players to be successful as far as their kill attempts? Yes, exactly. Uh, more balanced offense. That's That first contact makes such a difference when we're passing in system with a good pass. Then our setters have more options, and the hitters will see more seams in the block. Yeah, and also in that match, in the fifth set, they made a run, got it to 12-12 to 12, uh, at a – yeah, I got they made a 9-3 run in that fifth set, tied it at 12. You were able to get the final three points. Is that the experience of being in so many of these close matches to execute uh, when the pressure is on and to get a victory? That's definitely what we're hoping for, that we've been seasoned veterans in this. Um, but I would say that there, there are some big swings at that time. And, you know, just players looking at executing um, it, it has really changed mindsets and gone after it. So, so yeah, I, I think that that was such a great step for us for the growth of our team in five set matches. Yeah, and we haven't spoken too much about uh, Laura this season. She had uh, so at least had eight kills in the contest. Uh, what about her contributions to the team? We talked so much about, we've talked about Ebony and, and Misha and, and Clara Benerick. What about Laura and just her uh, performance for you this season? Oh, she's such a fun one. She has the ability to change a match and she's really coming into like understanding spacing. There's so much that goes into a middle attack. So talking about the timing of the pass, the set, the spacing, your arm swing, all of those things. And she's really owning her game at this time. And, you know, you can just see how fast she's approaching and um, she's seeing the game at a faster clip. So a lot of fun to watch and train her right now. Yeah, and the next performance, you dropped the Texas State 3-0 on October 30th. Uh, was that just a, a tough match from the get-go, quick turnaround against from that five-setter? And uh, what can you at least take from that contest as you uh, progress through the season? 
you know, it's funny. I was talking to the team after. I'm like, I can't even be mad about anything. We had, I mean, the third set, we did not get our kills, but I haven't seen a team that got 40 kills in two sets. Texas State just played unbelievable. And it's not that we gave them easy kills. We had four blocks. We had great digs. It was just great volleyball, high, high level volleyball. And in that third set, they just really kind of forced some unforced errors on us. We, we definitely aired ourselves out in that third set, just trying some different things to get around their block to, you know, just attack in a different way that we weren't quite there yet. But I, I thought we played extremely hard, competitive, and it was a great match. Yeah, and now you move on to your next set of matches this weekend, starting with Appalachian. You mentioned going to Appalachian State and then Coastal Carolina, November 7th. Everyone qualifies for the conference tournament, but I'm sure you want to move up in the standings. How big are these matchups for you to try to get some favorable matchups uh, once the tournament starts? I think the schedule and how it plays out is perfect for us. You know, just that we've played our crossover matches with the West Division. We are now finishing off with the East Division four conference matches in a row. Um, since we've already played Georgia Southern twice, that that leaves the other four teams. And so it, it really allows us to battle out for the seeding in the conference tournament. Uh, I think that we're all so close that this can these next two weekends really could change dramatically of where you would put us, seed us in the tournament now compared in two weeks. Yeah, and just looking at the tournament, I think the top two seeds or top two teams from each division uh, kind of get a bye. Uh, you won't qualify for that, uh, but you, you'll still be in the tournament, so you could finish from three to six and everything. Do you, is that, does that make, play a factor in it that you, you're, you're kind of already, you know what kind of play, you're going to be playing that first day. Uh, does that factor into your lineup rotation? Maybe some players aren't aren't healthy as they can be, or maybe you want to get some younger players or lesser players who had less time on the court some more time, just, you know, in case anything happens. How do you approach these final uh, two weekends? Oh, those are all such great questions. Yeah, it's and a lot. I'm sorry, I threw a lot at you. But no, but how do you, you know, how do you approach this weekend with your player rotation? That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, um, you know, on practice on Monday, we talked about we're absolutely preparing and growing us. That's the number one thing of, is growing our game every weekend. It's not about our opponents. It's about us, you know, growing our offense, defense, our systems, all those things. So for us, three weeks from now, we looked at, okay, where do we want to be in three weeks? Where do we want to be in two weeks? Where do we want to be this weekend? And that's how we came up with our practice plans for the last, for this next two week period. And um, looking at stuff that we know we'll need to work on for the conference tournament that needs to be implemented now. So we're, to, we're able to execute at a high level. And, you know, we're still such a young team, two freshman setters, a freshman outside, uh, you know, lots of a, a newcomer in the middle, um, lots of new faces on the court there. We have a freshman libero right now. And so, you know, all of these, things are new for them. And so just continuing to grow their game and preparing us. So it, it, as much as we, we spend on us, we spend such a little time on our opponents. And that, that's where we need to be to continue to grow our game to be the highest level. Yeah, and we'll end on a lighthearted note. I saw online that the Halloween practice uh, with the outfits and everything like that. Uh, yeah, what was that like? I, I, you do it every year. 
Uh, but is that something that you, you really want to, when you first came in, you wanted to have that in the program, just a moment for the players to have a moment of a levity in the midst of a very competitive schedule? Oh, absolutely. You know, like everyone loves Halloween. And so our players definitely get into it and they practice full go. And the best part about it is we really don't change practice. It is, it is a tough practice, but some of them, I had to laugh at the end of a two hour practice. One of them still had their tiger mask on and um, it was awesome. She, she was a trooper and pushed through and um, so, you know, it, I think that our players also, they went out to Tumor Elementary School and did a, kind of a Halloween field day with them. And our players loved it just to get back and see, you know, kids just because it is still COVID. And we're still, you know, as much as we don't see it on a daily basis from, from athletic side, we still pretty are, are insulated in that way. And so we don't do a lot of free clinics that we normally would do in the fall and things like that. And hopefully in the spring, we can restart that. But um, it was great for our players to be out and see little kids and interact with them. So it was an awesome, you know, just day and opportunity of Halloween week. Well, great. Well, Sally, thank you for your time. We greatly appreciate it. And safe travels to Appalachian State. Thank you so much.